Desert Diaries. Week 47. Hello, Arizona calling. Well, this week I've been mainly staying indoors. <laughs> well, we all have, haven't we, I suppose, unless you're an American college student. Seen hitting the beaches of Florida or one of the thousands of people chilling out on Bondi in Sydney this week. There have been some pretty appalling videos actually on social media, haven't they, of people just randomly marauding around the streets. But I trust you well and hopefully coping okay with this. It's just the craziest of times, isn't it? In a very strange way, I've been less alone this week than I usually am because I work as a podcast editor for a bunch of different businesses and organisations and individuals. I spend a lot of my days at home, wandering between my office and my little studio, to the kitchen and then to the bathroom, back to the kitchen, maybe putting a wash on, nipping to the kitchen. It is a very high stakes, glamorous life that I lead. But suddenly there's all these extra people around all the time. Dave's at the kitchen table having awkward conversations on video calls all day with various managers from his company. And the children have got their school day set up brilliantly by their teacher. But it also means they're staring at screens all day and coming in and saying, I'm hungry every 45 seconds, just as I'm about to record a podcast. Talking about being hungry, how many meals are you currently on a day? I've reached about 18. I didn't know I could eat so many Ritz crackers while standing up waiting for the kettle to boil. I must never, ever buy them again. Once this is all over, I'm going to be the size of Guatemala, I think. Now, I don't mean to seem ungrateful that I have people I can quarantine with, because I know a lot of people are on their own. I mean, my mum's on her own. My dad's on his own in separate countries and separate time zones, of course. I really hate to think of them on their own in their places, but it's what's keeping them safe and that's the most important thing to me. But we've got lots of FaceTimes going on. We're swapping TV show recommendations left, right and centre. The Tiger King on Netflix. Insane. Do watch that one. So if you are on your own or missing your family, remember, this will end. And do lay off the Ritz crackers in the meantime. <laughs> I did see a brilliant post from a friend this week on Instagram. You can find me there at Sam Walker Radio. I put little stories up most days. And he and his wife have got three children under the age of five. Oof. He posted a video of his wife socially isolating in the car, on the driveway, on her own. <laughs> Just to get 15 minutes of solitude. I am with her on that one. I might go and sit in the garage after this. I'm so lucky that where I live, I can just walk out my front door and nip up a mountain for my bit of exercise every day. Mummy Mountain's pretty much opposite my house, so I can traipse up to the top and then turn around and look at the valley spread out beneath me with mountains in the distance and suaro cacti, and it's just beautiful. I've been thinking a lot about the move this week. There have been times when I felt a bit anxious about the fact that we're not all in England. I suppose not being able to be close to some family and friends in case they really needed us. And also, I suppose, that feeling of, I know how things work in England. With the best will in the world, I just don't know the ins and outs of how so much of society functions here. At times, it has felt a bit overwhelming. The Great Orange Leader has made some pretty divisive statements this week as well, which seem so out of step with a lot of what other countries are suggesting is the right path. I mean, even less subtle was the Texan governor who said that he believed most grandparents, and this is a quote, would be willing to die in order to secure the economic futures of their grandchildren. A lot of Americans, of course, are very angry and upset and worried that the president appears to value the economy above anything else, including being alive. So I suppose, like most countries in the world at the moment, there's a lot of tension out there. 
people are worried and afraid. If you follow me on social media, you may have seen my aghast tweets about local news this week, which showed how many Phoenicians are panic buying guns. Yep, loot roll is in short supply too here, but so are semi-automatic weapons. Ah! The interview that really got to me was the gun shop owner who said, I'm really worried, as most of my customers are first-time buyers. They don't know how to handle a weapon, and I'm so busy, I don't have time to train them up. What? The journalist spoke to one of these first-time buyers, a grandma in her 70s, who said, I need this to feel safe, as she stood brandishing a pistol. I just can't even begin. (laughs) Anyway, if you got in touch on social media with a question for me this week, thank you. Just a reminder, I'm at Walker Sam on Twitter, at Sam Walker Radio on Instagram and facebook.com slash see you in the desert. So... A couple out of the hat. Emma on Instagram and also Steve on Twitter asked about the little comforts I miss from England. Well, I mean, I've mentioned custard powder before and gravy and, oh God, baked beans. But I think the main thing I miss is the price of food. Food here is expensive. I'm not talking about ground up hoof and eyelid fast food burgers, blah, but actually kind of nice fresh food in supermarkets. Fruit, veg, it's pricey. A loaf of bread, $4. Hummus, I know, I'm so middle class, I'm sorry. But it's really expensive, like $5 for a tub that would be 79p in England. So I really do miss being able to eat as much hummus as I want with gay abandon. Mandy on Facebook says, how are you getting on with homeschooling? Oh, do you know what? I'm giving myself a break. I've already talked about the fact that being in such close proximity to my children all day (laughs) is challenging. I love them, but good grief. I mean, I'm aware. I'm very lucky that I have work. I'm very lucky that I have a family here. All those things at once together all day, though, quite hard, especially when you can't go outside. So in these challenging times, making sure that the girls are safe and happy and fed and bathed, you know, if I can tick all that off, then I'm winning. If they also read a book and do some maths and some coding or art, then do you know what? Even better. To be fair, they're both working really hard. The school have been amazing as well doing online programmes. But I think they're going to learn a lot just from living through these really strange times too. So I'm not sweating the small stuff. However, ask me again in a month. (laughs) We'll see how I'm getting on. Andrew Fielding on Twitter said, if you could turn back time one year, what would you do? Arizona or Manchester? Do you know, it took me less than a nanosecond to say. Arizona, all the way. This year has been hard. If you've listened to the podcast this far, you will know how hard it has been. You know, we don't have a clue now if our jobs are secure, if we can stay in the country for the next couple of years, if we can stay in this house. Our lease is up in a couple of months. Goodness knows if he wants to kick us out, you know, about the crazy landlord from previous episodes. So, you know, all of our basic nightmares (laughs) might come true. But every single day that I'm here and I look at a cacti or a mountain, I'm reminded that I did something I found really hard, that I didn't back down from a challenge. I took a risk. And knowing that I did that makes me feel stronger and more confident about taking other risks and chasing other crazy dreams and all those things that make me feel alive. Being brave is a bit like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. And I've said it before, but I really want to stress this. Doing things like this are what makes me tick. Just me. 
all this might be your idea of a nightmare. (laughs) To be honest, it has been a bloody nightmare at times. But what I'm saying is, I can't recommend enough finding something that makes you feel 100% like you, whatever that is, and just doing it now. Because as these last weeks have shown, we're really not as in control of our lives as we think we are. Now, look, I'm aware that doing anything right now that doesn't involve standing by the kettle and eating Ritz crackers is somewhat impossible. But you could think about it, work out what that thing might be, plan it, get yourself mentally ready. Don't wait. Live. I'll see you in the desert.